American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just Saying with Justin Martindale. I'm Justin Martindale, and we have a wonderful, fun show for you today. I am joined by... She's an icon, she's a legend, and she is the moment. Uh, America's favorite witch. You know her from, I mean, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She has a Christmas movie called uh, Mrs. Miracle Christmas. I know, opposite ends, because I play an angel and I play a, and I play a witch. Yeah, I mean, what's the difference, really? I'm uh, a good witch. You've I, seen her from Sorted Lives, the series. Yes, um, and, and, sorted, uh, and A Very Sorted Wedding. And A Very Sorted Wedding, uh, directed by my buddy Del Shores. Uh, please make some noise for the one, the only, Caroline Ray. Uh, oh, it's just me making noise? Yes, that's you. Okay, Look at you, you. Are you watching Madonna do something on oh, screen? Oh, we're going to get into it. Madonna is... I know, but this is going to... Two easily distracted people have shiny objects in front of them, <laughs> and then we're supposed to look forward? I. Okay. That's what I did. I looked directly at your picture, and I just zoom out of my peripheral down at the bottom of the screen. What is it? This is your... Um, there, there's a lot of girls in underwear. Yeah, this is the show. Uh, okay. I like, really, I like to straight bait on my show. I was going to say, they're not really targeting you. <laughs> Your algorithm is way off. But I love you how we the algorithm. <laughs> we pull we pull your picture up <laughs> and then all this shit That's follows. Weird. That's so very maybe bizarre. it's you. It's maybe me. you're trafficking. You know what? They're finding my ex lingerie career. Mm. That's all the footage from that. Oh, how are you, love? It is so wonderful to see you. I you you wore your uh, merch today. Identify I as a I witch. Identify as a witch. I yeah. love this. I definitely want this in a hoodie. I, I will buy it. I just ordered the hoodie. Okay, good. I think I told what you. What color the, do you want? Like whatever. What colors are available? Well, I do them in pink and white. I'll do white. Okay, so you will wear this. I will wear now, it. What do you think? Do you, does it need the witch or not? Yes. It does. Yes, because okay. I feel like without the like cartoony witch, they're like, oh, she really does. Identify as a witch. As a witch, yeah. I know, but I think that people do. That's why I think it's funny. And I know. A guy said the funniest thing, because this is going to be my male one. He said, that's funny because I identify as a sandwich. God, that is good too. It is. So uh, that's my other one. Well, I wore that's my witch men. shirt. This is my Hex in the City. Oh, I love it. Shirt. Um, so it's like all the girls, all the witches. You need to be in here somewhere popping out. Yeah, I know. Okay, wait. So it's the Sanderson sisters, it's, and then uh, it's Morticia. Yeah. And, and then, then um, the lady from Death Becomes Her who gives oh, them the potion. So funny. Isabella Rossellini. Oh, she's so and funny. And then. Um, Who's that one? Is that this? Is, what is her name? No, no, oh my that's gosh. Morticia. But what's her real name? What's the actress who plays Angelica her? Houston. Angelica Houston. This is Angelica Houston in The Witches when she takes off her face. Oh, so we're getting double Angelica. Wow, and she, then it's Hex and the City. Yeah, but I don't, I don't like that they made this one the Samantha. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you know that I was at the premiere of all the Sex in the Cities? What what all the Sex in the City? Every year when the when the there would be a new season. The series? I, yes. Really? You were at I, all of them? I was at all of them. And what did you think? I remember being at the first one. We watched two, and I was like, "Oh, this is amazing!" Yeah, great. So it was such like they were the queens of New York. No offense. No, but um, <laughs> like they were they were just complete and utter icons. And if you saw any of them, uh huh, you know. And I know Cynthia, who I love and adore. They're all lovely girls. I sat next to um, Kristen Davis on an airplane once. How was that? It was fine. It was like we had a lovely chat. And, Good. And uh, SJP is an Aries, like us. Uh huh. Six minutes in, there. Those of us who are much more Aries than I, that. I'm uh, a little more Aries, but I, I'm more of a Pisces Aries too. No, you have total Pisces vibe. Really? Yeah, you, you're like closer to a warlock than a witch. I'll take that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I want you to know that my friend kept on saying, "You have to see my friend," and because I, I never worked at this club because I'm a New York comic. Like, yeah. In my mind, that's what I am, and this club always terrified me yeah it still does yeah it does terrify it's, me it's a scary I just club feel like i'm gonna open a door and a body's gonna fall out and you're gonna be like oh oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to bother you <laughs> oh that's where we put him <laughs> yeah no it, it has it it's it feels haunted to me it is very haunted yeah and sometimes it feels scary haunted and i've just sort of figured out okay like now i was terrified of that original room now that's my favorite it's good right yeah i mean yeah. I, I like the main room but i and i like that little belly room yeah um but so you were here like the first time that I came here and you were filming your special. Really? Yes. And I was like, and they were like, oh, you have to go see him. But it was completely packed and sold out. And I saw a little bit. I was like, oh, oh thanks. He's, he's hilarious. And he has a game show host name. I do. Thank you for recognizing yes. that. I want to host a game show so bad. You're the new wink. I would love that. I love that. I'm Twink Martindale. Or sorry, Twonk Martindale. It's an older twink. That is hilarious. <laughs> I don't understand why on gay websites they don't have... First of all, why are you going to gay websites? I'm not. I'm asking this about you. <laughs> okay. Why don't you do, like, you go up or down, like top or bottom? Why don't they... Why do they go right and left? It would be... Wouldn't that be easier? What do you mean? Like swiping? Yeah. Like, if you're a top, you go a certain direction. If you're bottom, you go a different direction. Like, towards the top or towards the bottom. You just blew my mind right now because I, I don't know why no one's thought about why that. Has no one thought because of that? you're getting so many questions out the gate, like what is your preference? How do you exactly. identify? Right. Yeah, and then you don't have to have the awkward conversation, right? Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And then if you're both doubles or whatever, maybe you don't. It like, you know, like that's how you can tell it's not going to work or it is going to work. Thank you for that contribution. You're welcome. You know, I I wish I I wish I knew exactly how the apps work, but I'm off the apps because I'm in love. So you are I am? Yeah. Since when? Since a year ago. Since and what sign is he? He is a Aquarius. Oh, perfect match for you. Yes. He's yeah. the best. Yeah. Oh, I should have brought them for you. I forgot, but I have a line of astrological cards. They're, oh, yeah? And so they're to a sign and from a sign. And the one to Aquarius is, dear Aquarius, your compliment hurt my feelings. Yeah. Because, you know what? I'm going to just tell you about them. They see the world from above. Mm -hmm. And they're sort of like emotional surgeons. And they go in and they can pick exactly what's wrong and pluck it out and fix it. But they forget that it's attached to a human being who has emotions. Oh. And you're a Pisces who's totally emotional. But then an Aries who it seems like you're insensitive because you go straight to the point. Yeah. But you're very, it's you're, think of it as a baby and a baby's very sensitive. Ugh, don't make me think of a baby. <laughs> it's, uh, not on election day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, oh, did you vote? I'm a Canadian citizen. At a girl. That's the answer we're yeah. looking for. All right. Well, let's get into it. We have I mean, where do I even begin? Because I feel like I've met you. I met you like 
back during the sorted days. And I feel like I yeah, ran in. Where were you? Were I you was on the show. I wasn't on the show. No, but my friend Emerson was on the show. He was right. the, he worked with Dell. Yeah. But I feel like I met you guys. I met like Dale Dickey, which if you haven't seen the sorted life series or a very sorted wedding, watch it. It's so fun. It's about the most dysfunctional family in it's Texas. It's my favorite thing, I think. I mean, like it just in terms of acting and being incredibly well directed mm -hmm. and having a character that was so developed that you had to just sort of show up and then it made, the character was already alive and I never watched I mean I watched the movie yeah but I tried not to be influenced by Delta yes Delta you know, Burke was in it yeah the yeah. original movie the, Bonnie Bedelia was right. in it Bonnie's in the series too Bonnie's in the series yeah. uh uh, uh Beth Grant yes is Beth in Grant's it? Yeah. In the uh -huh. she's in the series too but um Bo Bridges Bo Bridges yeah played um my husband but mm -hmm. not not my husband. Although we did do a reading of it during COVID, and he played my husband. I was completely like, ah, this, is not a, "This is not a series you can do on Zoom." Um, and the beloved Leslie Jordan, who was the yeah. star of it, yeah. I just can't believe it. I, I I met Dolly Parton last night. Yes, please talk about that. Yes, where were you? What happened? I was invited to a listening party through a friend of mine. Okay. At the at the Jim Hansen Studios, so it was already like the coolest location. Right. Yes. And it doesn't matter how long I may be perceived as being in show business. I'm a six year old, and I freak out when I see people that I love. Yeah. Like I, there's nothing cool. I, I mean, you still fangirl. Complete fangirl. Yes. I cried when I met Carol Burnett every time to the point that she literally said to me once, "Please don't cry." Okay. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah." Oh. Uh. I was playing poker next to Harvey Korman. He's like, "You're not gonna cry." Or I'm like, "I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry." You I, just make me so happy. You know what it is? You're overwhelmed. They are such. I mean, especially with Carol Burnett, she couldn't be more of an influence on what I did with my life and mm -hmm. the fact that I was called Carol as a child, not Caroline, and it was Carol Burnett. She was just. I was like, you know, combine her, B. Arthur, and Lucille Ball with Johnny Carson. That's exactly who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Those four ingredients. But I, so I, I cried when I met Dolly. So yeah, so because first of all, she's as beautiful as you can imagine. Of course she is. She's tiny. The tiniest little elf on a shelf. Yeah, she's the most like beautifully. She's just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And I and then I was trying to like oh and then when I walked in Ronnie Woods was there from the Rolling Stones cuz he does a, a song with her on this album and I'm like I, no words came out. He's like, "Oh, Caroline, this is Ronnie." I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing. Nothing came out. Nothing came out. So she was just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame over the weekend. Yes. Which I saw some footage of that. Yeah. And it's I guess it's premiering on HBO Max. Like they did a whole like special taping of it. And it I mean, the Eurythmics were there. Annie Lennox is a goddess. God, like she was my first concert. She's oh, I love her. I love uh her. Pat Benatar was there. Uh Nancy uh, Wilson from Heart. Nancy Wilson Pink, Pink. was there. Uh uh John Cougar Mellencamp, Bruce Springsteen, Eminem, everyone now, was there. Where was it filmed? Here obviously. I think it was downtown. I think it was at like, uh, I don't know exactly where it was downtown, but it's like this epic thing. And then Dolly got up there. She closed the show. Yeah. Six hour long concert because I had a friend who go there. She told me everything. Six hours. Six hours. Yeah. Because they were taping it as well. So it was like, you know, a, 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 sh a shoot, you know, but wow. I was like, and then Dolly pulls out this electric guitar. And she's like, well, if I'm getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I better play some rock and roll. And everyone's just like, give it to us. Oh, so. she did so many. Well, she played original stuff, which is amazing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had a lisp as a child. It comes back every now and then. That's fine. It formed my personality. Do you know that story? No. Are you allowed to swear on this? What? Are you allowed to swear? Yeah. Okay. So when I was a kid, I had a bad lisp. Okay. I would say my sister goes to bath her. Like, like it was, it was a real lisp. And 
this kid made made fun of me, and he was like, "Asset, that's asset," and I'm like, "It's only assets I can't say. I can say fuck you perfectly." And my mother was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god!" And then I was like, "How old was this?" Young, <laughs> young, young, very young, very like nerve wracking for my mummy. So you have this picture. You just showed me this picture of you and Dolly mm-hmm. before. Um, what? Couldn't have been more gracious. I said, um, "Dolly, I'm." And Caroline Ray, it's so nice to meet you. She goes, well, of course you are, Caroline. I know who you are. And I was like, how do you know who I am? How do you know? Like, complete freak. Janet Jackson once said to me, Michael and I are such big fans. I was like, how do you know? And then I was like, you guys watch Sabrina? It's so weird. I mean, why not? I feel like everybody watched Sabrina. You know what? I feel like everybody did, too. Everybody I, that's watched the Sabrina. the greeting card I've ever had. And you were just on Jimmy Fallon on Halloween because I tried yeah. to get you on the show for Halloween. And you were like, oh, I have The Tonight Show. And I was like, fine, you win. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so you were just on the Tonight Show for Halloween, and then yeah, and like yeah, everybody watched Sabrina. Like that's like I, I seven seasons, nineteen ninety three to two thousand two. Is that two thousand three? Ninety six. That's what I meant. I left. I did six seasons, and then I went, <laughs> did a talk show for a year. Oh right. So yeah. I, my contract was for six years. Uh huh. And then I didn't renegotiate or anything. I just I knew I was going to go back to New York. God, but I mean, what was that? I mean. As a kid of the 90s, like I remember like TGI Friday. It's so funny when you talk about Clarissa in your act. About what? Clueless? Clarissa. Oh, Clarissa. Oh my God. You watch me. Of yes. course. And you're like, Clarissa <gasps> did not explain it all. She did not explain it all. Because it, yes, I was like, oh God. I she remember that night I was doing. teeth thin. I was doing that set and you were in the back and I was like, holy, well, I can't not. Finish it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. I know. It was funny. You're talking about 90s television. I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting. I'm here. Go on. <laughs> but I mean, Sabrina was such like an iconic show. I mean, it was it was you. It was Beth Broderick and Melissa Joan Hart. And what a what. And that was like the lineup. Like it was like step by step. Was yeah. it full house? Step by step. And then we got put on in two shows. Like we were we had two time slots. They played two different episodes. Because something, I think Clueless got canceled. Oh, Clueless did get canceled. And then they, so we were in that time slot too. Yeah, yeah. So we would do like 25 or 26 episodes a year, which and, is sort and, of unheard of. We got picked up for the second season, I think three episodes in of the first season. Uh-huh. We picked up. I went to this psychic, I can't remember his name, it was John, and he had a silk shirt with polar bears on it. That tracks. Yeah, <laughs> and he was apparently Madonna's psychic. Oh wow, John! I can't. We'll talk his about name. her later. Yeah. And he said, "The show that you start in September will be on for seven years, and you'll be on for six. And I, are you kidding me? No. And I'm such a weirdo. I was like, I don't want to be on a show for that long. Like, I like you know doing a pilot and then going on the road and like, I was ridiculous. And then, so this is a good story. I flew. I I was dating this man. God knows why. He had hairy shoulders. <laughs> I used to call them the epaulets of fur, and he was the captain in the bear army. That's what I called him, and he was so mad because he had a hairy back, and one day when I was getting out of the shower, I accidentally wiped my feet on his back, and he was so mad. I said, don't lie in front of the tub. Your fault, not mine. So we went to Hawaii, and we broke up. This is before cell phones, okay? Uh-huh. And we broke up before the pictures were developed. People can't even fathom that concept. Oh, when like, you go to like the Fox Lab or whatever yeah, exactly. to get them? Yeah, I remember picking them up and he took like the worst angle of my arm when I was like, ma- I was making his picnic sandwiches. So there were four sandwiches and he took this like angle of my arm. So it looked like I was 700 pounds making four sandwiches. I'm like, <laughs> why did you develop this picture? Anyway, I was crushed by this guy and he smelled bad. And my mother was like, ooh. Anyway, <laughs> ugh. 
So I get this phone call from Nell Scavell, who created the show. Uh-huh. And she said, and she had tried to develop something with me. And she's, this is in, it's June, I think, June or July. And she said, um, Caroline, will you please reconsider? And I said, what am I to reconsider? And she said, well, you, your manager's passed on the show. And I said, what show? Oh. I, I'd never been offered it. I'd never been sent a script. I'd never heard of it. They had just decided on their own that I wasn't going to do it, which was not good. So I, it's so long ago that I said, well, can you fax me the script? Fax. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they faxed me the script and it was all curled paper. It was like, <laughs> ye old scripty. Sanskrit? Um, yes, exactly. I was unrolling it and I was reading it. Parchment paper? Yeah. And I said, "What? what's it about? And she said, well, you would play the part of Hilda and she is, um, she we used to go with Drell, the head of the witches' council, but she imprisoned a man in her ring for not loving her. And I swear to God, I heard that like it was an option that I could sign up for, and I go, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> I hadn't even. Read, I mean, I'll do it. That was the pitch. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I'm like, I'm gonna put that hairy beast in a ring forever, and I'm never wearing that <laughs> ring. And then go pawn it. <laughs> yeah. So then I flew out and I met Melissa, and I and I just done a pilot, and the casting was funky in that pilot. It was called Daisy's Mom, about a single mother of a girl, foreshadowing. And then, um, <laughs> and then, so then I, 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 so then they sent me right. Oh, on the way out, I sat next to Kevin O'Quinn. Oh, the, mo- the makeup artist, the world's most yeah. famous makeup artist. Yeah. And he was sitting in the row in front of me, and he said, "I, I don't want to disturb you. I just want to tell you, I'm a huge fan of your stand-up. And I had just been dumped by the furry beast, and I was like, "Thank you, that's so nice of you." And of course, I started, started to cry. And then he goes, "Could I come sit with you?" And then the flight was delayed for hours, so we were on a plane together for nine hours. Oh wow! So we were like attached at the hip by the time we got off that plane. And he said, "Hey, I had no idea who he was in terms of makeup. We just loved each other. He was an Aquarius. We like mm-hmm. just connected." And I said, "He goes, if you ever need a makeup artist." Call me. I'm staying at the Four Seasons. So I went to the first audition, which was like a general, and then they sent me to producers, and then they were sending me to the network that day. So they said, I said, you know, they're sending me to the network. Would you mind doing my makeup? And he said, no, 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 come over. So I went over, and he laid me flat on the ground and painted me. Painted. It's the only way I got the part. I have no idea. I, I've never looked was, like that ever. He, yeah, he's he does phenomenal. He surgery, but with paint. Yeah. You know, it just... And then I went to the audition... And I was waiting. You know, you negotiate everything. You, you sign your contract before mm-hmm. they decide whether or not they want you. Mm-hmm. You agree to what... Whatever happens yeah, with so the show. Yeah, so that you have no leverage or power. It's right. like, this is what we're willing to pay you. This is it, right? So I sign it, and then I get this feeling. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do this. I'm sorry. And I leave. And they're so mad at me. They like... I said, I'm sorry. I just don't want to do it. I said, I don't feel like I have enough chemistry with the little girl. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and I was like, I just feel like, you know, because I had just done a show where we didn't have a lot of chemistry and it was the problem. So I was just, and then I went home and my mother, I said, so then they called me and they said, you know what? You don't have to audition. You have the part. You, if you agree, you can have the part. You just have to come back and audition to play, to see who would play with Zelda. And this was on like. A Sunday, or it was on a Monday, and I was like, "No, nah, I really, I'm sorry, I, I really don't want it." I mean, like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And my mother's like, "Well, look, not like they've asked you to be a bricklayer, for God's sake! <laughs> Just say I'm terribly sorry. I hit my head. I made an awful mistake, and of course I'll do it." Yeah. So then, and then I called 
every friend of mine. I'm like, should I do it? Should I do it? Was just was the hesitation just because you didn't feel the chemistry between you two? I was or? nervous. I just felt like I just, I don't know. I just I think in my heart of hearts, I knew it was going to like change my life forever. And I think some weird part of me was like nervous. The fear you know? of success. It was. It yeah. was total fear of success. Yeah. And so, and you know, I was like a stand up, and it was I was you know like all these things were happening and. And I just done I had done pilots and development deals for my own shows, and then I was like, and then I thought, I just my mother was like, "You're being crazy," and then it was just one of those things like, "I am being crazy." Yes, of course I'll do this. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you know I happen to truly love Melissa, and the the all my objective was when I was doing that series was she's your you you have some, you have a playmate. Yeah, you've been you're a six hundred year old witch and someone that you can actually love like a kid and play with, and like is actually in your life. So, yeah. And then, you know, I never watched the show until my daughter was seven. Really? Yeah. You never saw an episode? Never saw an episode. And then, wow. And then I watched it with my daughter, and I remember calling Melissa, I'm like, you were so good. <laughs> it was the most perfectly cast show. I, do, mm-hmm. I mean, Beth and I are doing a cooking show together. We, we She's still my sister in some, you know. I know Beth. Like, Beth is a, Beth, I know Beth because I'm friends with her sister, Laura. Isn't that weird? How do you know Laura? Because she is friends with my friend, Denise. They've been like best friends forever. So like I was in that group and I just remember like, so I, the only witch I haven't met is Melissa. Oh, you never, you've never met her? I haven't met her, no. So I'm close. The power of three. I need him. I must collect She's another super powerful Aries. Yeah, she, she, I mean, that's crazy. Cause I even remember you guys did 90s con. Yes. Which looked Fantastic. Talk about crying. We have a lot of people crying. Really? Oh, yeah. Because it just affected that them that much, I the think show. I didn't realize. I mean, we, we were very conscious of that. Like, you have to understand, we just worked constantly. Mm-hmm. And we never watched it. And and for, like, years, we were just inside at Paramount. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I remember we would be walking, and we would say, what was last week's episode about? And none of us could remember. Whoa. I mean, Melissa worked so hard. Yeah. She worked, like, every single day. You know? I mean, we all worked, but her character you know like for sure central character she worked like crazy and just the fans were just insane it was like 80 hours a week Mm -hmm. to make an episode Mm -hmm. god that's incredible but then you see and then you go okay well this would be like my like when i was a kid i watched bewitched if i'd ever met agnes moorhead i would have freaked out too oh for sure but i've had so many kids who are now in their 20s and 30s come up to me who are gay and say who are gay yeah and say which i'm eternally grateful for i don't know why it happened but they were like that was like our safe place. Yeah, it, you know? I think that's what it was. It Maybe was just because people who are not, you know, cardboard cutouts were accepted. <clears throat> and yeah, it was like these witches were kind of like outcasts trying to live in the real world. Right. And, you know, you had these two like fierce ants, you right. know, They're, and it was so female dominated, female dominated show. Yeah. You had a talking cat, which was the weirdest puppet, but we didn't care. The the alcoholic rabbit that looks like it's in a bad Japanese movie with terrible dubbing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing. She dealt with, you know, things that all of us that age were dealing with, like bullying and feeling weird and not knowing how we fit in. And But she had the power of magic. Yeah. And I feel like the two of you, your characters, Zelda and Hilda, were just like, you can use that magic or not. And like gave her, like gave her the option to kind of be herself. Yeah. Look at me. No, it's, you know, but it's, and, <laughs> <laughs> I remember we got this award in England and they said, I said, well, what did we get the award for? And they were like, well, it was literally like, 
well, you know, the lesbian ants raised their niece. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I okay. I don't, we, did we come out? Yeah. Did they? Have you seen the next week's script? And we haven't? I, and I also, had to go we're on a sisters? Thousand, yeah. <laughs> we're I not. Go, I know. I had to go on a thousand bad dates. So. Oh, well, I'm so, like, that it was It is such... fun, though, to watch that show. It, it really is. does. It holds up for well, whatever reason. Not the outfits. God, no. Although the 90s are back. The 90s are back. And so. they're pissed off. Like, everyone's just doing Please. everything now. Did Best. you? Did you know American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. It's a goth line for children at Target. No, <laughs> that's that's where we're doing. That's where we're at. There's a goth line of clothing and accessories if you for saw kids. Pictures of me as a baby, you would think I was born somewhere around 1820. They're they're black and white. I'm wearing like long gowns and bonnets, like I've been in the back of a wagon, and we've just crossed the prairies. Caroline, tell us about the Oregon Trail. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, um, also I want to say this because I watched the new adventures or the chilling adventures of Sabrina, which I loved. Uh And you and Beth were both in one of the final episodes of that. We were in the final episode. Yeah, which I thought was so awesome. What was that like coming back to the show that you like started, but a different Well, it's so not that show. Yeah. It was just, it, it was. Dark. I'll tell you one thing. It was so dark and. I have a small confession. I've gotten better at it, but often when I'm cast in something, I don't always read the stage directions. Okay. I'm very now now that I'm a director, I go, oh, these are important. Mm-hmm. And they tell you something. Like when I got cast in Sorted Lives, I was just loved that character. I perhaps didn't read the directions, <laughs> stage directions. So I was flying to Shreveport, Louisiana. My uh-huh. father was dying. He's like, care, I didn't want to leave him. And he's like, you're not gonna get a great part like this again. You know, because I was all of 43. And they're like, w- for women this age. Oh, yeah. We'll get into it in okay. a minute. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so it said, Nolita turns on the television and sees her, like, favorite soap star, Hunter. Mm-hmm. Right? Then she runs across the room and pulls a giant dildo out of her, um, what do you call it, oven mitts. You know, potholder. Uh huh. Out of a, hidden in a potholder, and comes back and uses it. And I literally threw the script across the plane. I was like, "No, she does not. Absolutely not. That is a dream sequence that she has in her head alone. That doesn't happen. That is a private moment. That is private, and nobody wants to see that. And sure enough, I get there, and I'm like, and then I had to wear a black. You know, negligee, and then Dell is like, Carrie, you're so brave. <laughs> show business for fat. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be brave. 
I don't want to be brave. I don't want to be brave. I don't want to be brave. I know, ridiculous. Oh. Um, another. So in that final episode of Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures, uh, we eat people. Yeah. And I, and I didn't read that. And I was like, no, no, no. First of all, I'm Canadian and I could never eat a person. Um, <sighs> and so two Canadian extras did that part. I could not... Um, there was so much smoke on the set, and I have asthma. Uh huh. It was torture. It was really? Torture. That set was torture. It was constant coughing. I I couldn't even get through lines. Just because there was so much the fact fog. That it is written pretty much in Latin. Uh huh. That like the dialogue, and I was like, all of the conjuring. Yeah. So the people were absolutely lovely. That little girl couldn't be cuter, and and Lucy is a friend of mine. Uh huh. We it's so funny because we have the battle. I always call her. <laughs> I'm the OG, and she's 2.0. Oh. And she's always like, I'm sorry, was there another Aunt Hilda? No. So mean about it. <laughs> I loved her. I loved I loved how they made that dynamic and then brought you guys back. I thought that was fantastic. But they were totally different. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. nothing was similar about it. it was no. Just, except for the names. It was a great show, and I was so bummed it got canceled because I'm not, spoiler alert, I don't know if you, did you watch the... The ending of oh. the whole, yeah. So, doesn't she die? She died, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, she's like, in heaven, and you're like, that's it. And it sucked because it was so set up for a new season, and then Netflix right. canceled it. I know, but I thought she's on, on Riverdale now or something. She's Didn't probably her... on Riverdale now, I probably. Think her yeah, I, uh, you know, no, I did not watch it. No, but it was, it was great. And, uh, what a great, I started show. watching it. I couldn't get past the sleep demon. She scared the crap out of me. That there's, episode. There's a lot of, and like, I was like I, it's so dark. Darkness I it. in it. I loved it though. Cause I, I, know, I just love horror. Love mm-hmm. horror. My, my daughter loves horror. Yeah. I, I'm like, she's like, mommy, you take me to this movie. I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. It's, but it's, I will lurk outside like a crazy parent and go to some happy movie. Well, it's just so, yeah. Cause in the show, it's just like a bunch of kids and they're all like, oh, Hail Satan, you know, and you're like, okay, well, I see how this could like trigger some parents in the Midwest. Like, what are my kids watching? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, blessed the dark side and all that stuff. But speaking of the dark side, let's get into some topics because this is what's happening in the country. Again, if you haven't voted, go out and vote today, please, God. Because if you don't, Madonna will continue to twerk, and uh, that's where we're at. So I feel that I'm very conflicted over your feelings about Madonna. I am, too. I am very conflicted. And people ask me, they're like, but you're gay. How do you not? And I'm like, it's just, I, I think I have to get off social media because now I'm seeing all of these women that I loved growing up like losing their minds, men too, but I'm right. saying like Madonna and Britney Spears, Tara Reed's back in and she's all crazy. Jessica Simpson just had a video and she's like whacked out of her mind. And I'm like, what is happening, ladies? Really? Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. But Madonna has been doing this like now every week. Every Every week I feel like we bring her up. So she's concerning her fans and people are actually getting concerned because they don't know what she's doing. So she twerked in this video and bounced around on TikTok. She loves TikTok. Um, uh, and she's posting these like disturbing social media posts. She's 64. She wore a black lace bra, black high-waisted underwear and fishnet tights as she danced to the song. I don't even know what LSD by sure in the video. After uh, staring into the camera for the first few seconds, the Queen of Pop began jiggling her waist and at one point adjusted her underwear. She then stuck out her tongue to lick her lips, turned to the camera to show off her bubble butt and began twerking. And fans were like, what what is going on? Now, Caroline, as an avid twerker, um, how do you feel about this? (laughs) Um, 
Okay, this is what I have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Why did we have a problem that, like, why is her age relevant to the fact that she's wearing that outfit? Because she still has a kick-ass body. She has a kick-ass body, yeah. I mean, like, if I had Beyonce's body, I'd be wearing the LeMay thong to sure, the Ralph. Sure, I think that's just kind of like... Oh, it's not like age appropriate, but I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't I even get that either. It's a complete sexist. Thing. I think it is too, but I also, I don't, it's not like, I'm not worried about like what Madonna's wearing. I'm right. just worried about like what's going on behind the eyes. Like, I feel no, like I, I can think watch... what you're worried about is her, or maybe the, the facial work. Is that what you're working, worrying about? It's not just facial work. It's filters. Oh, so it's like, it's, it's fillers and filters. <laughs> Because it's like, yes, go ahead, get work. It's your body, do whatever you want. Right. But I think it's the, it's like the, 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 you know, filters are just insane now. But it's also like she'll like smoke a blunt and like blow it into the camera, and she'll just be like, eh. it's just weird. But she's always been a provocateur. This is her thing. So well, I don't know why it's shocking. It's just, <clears throat> but what, what, what part about it that you just go, I don't want to see. What, what is it? Um, it's you're a gay man, and this is one of your great icons and supporters. You know what? I think it's me. <laughs> I think it's me. What's it triggering? Because I think it's just like, oh wait, no, no, no. Because I'm a huge fan. What what did Madonna do that nobody else has ever done? Reinvent herself over the years, right? Right. The, the biggest. So people just don't like career. this reinvention. I that's think all. That's what it is. I think it's like I want. I wanted like. This Madonna, and I'm getting like 20 year old Gen Z Madonna, and right. I'm like, wait a minute, something's off, and I think that's what it is. And maybe I, just I don't have know to... about you, but I don't like it when my phone updates. Sometimes I'm very, <laughs> very happy with the way my phone works, and I'm like, no, I just got used to this. Right. Exactly. So you're not enjoying Madonna 9.0. Thank you. You like you like 2.0. See, and I mean that's like, not her, is it? Yeah. Wow. But see, that's also a face filter. It is. Yes, for sure, and that's her now. Dressed like Pennywise and Wednesday Adams. I know. Yeah. The fact that you called her that is so incredibly <laughs> insane and hilarious. <laughs> so yeah. it's just a lot. And like a lot of people on social media now, they'll get like, you know, they'll just look into the camera and be like, for right. two seconds, five million likes. And you're like, is this it? So I think that's what I'm dealing with is I don't, I'm not, I'm confused about where Madonna's going. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Because you know who's not having that problem? Share. This week's episode of Just Saying is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and, most importantly, affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. The holidays are just around the corner and HelloFresh makes this busy time of year easier than ever with chef-crafted recipes and pre-portioned ingredients delivered right to your door so you can spend less time meal planning and prepping. Save money on dinner with HelloFresh and put it toward your holiday shopping. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. Need dinner in a hurry? HelloFresh is quick and easy options like 20-minute meals and easy cleanup recipes allow you to enjoy good times around the dinner table with loved ones and less time in the kitchen. I love HelloFresh. It gets sent right to my doorstep, and especially as someone as busy as I am on the road and doing shows and stuff, it's so nice to make and have a home-cooked meal right in my own kitchen. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Just65 and use code Just65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Come on, it's 65% off. 
HelloFresh.com slash Just65 and use code Just65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Cher's not having that problem. Cher, we have a story with about Cher. So Cher has just confirmed that she is dating a 36-year-old ex-boyfriend of Amber Rose. And I say, get it. And look at Cher. So Cher uh, is 40 years uh, older than her new boyfriend. And that, Cher- I can't do that. I, that. That part bothers me. Why? Well, like my cutoff, I will never have sex with anyone who could ask me whether or not the cat was real. You know what I mean? Like that. Salem? That, yeah. Like if I get that question, you're too young to be with. Was that a so, real cat? Yeah, exactly. Was that cat real? Yeah. <laughs> I always want to ask, have you ever seen a cat? Mm-hmm. Like um, that, that's the part that bothers me. I don't know how you could be with somebody that young. I, you know what? We fell back an hour over the weekend. Yeah. And shares a song called If I Could Turn Back Time. And I think she did. She did. She I turned back she, time. She share. And you know who what? Who is he? He's gorgeous. He is Amber Rose's ex-boyfriend. Okay, I don't know who Amber Rose is. Okay. I know. Amber Rose. I told you, I was in like a MoMA. <laughs> that's like a mom coma for 10 years. I took off. That's why I'm at, you know, the comedy store at like, I'm 100 years older than everybody. No, because, you're not. No, because I took off 10 years because I wasn't going to, I I would do like small private gigs or whatever, but like, I don't know who. I I I I'm I was in mom mode, so I'm catching up. I don't know who Amber Rose is. Amber Rose, she dated. Um, who is she? She's like a like a rapper, like like celebrity, like uh, social light kind of a thing. Okay, that was. If I was your English teacher, I would give you three percent on that answer. <laughs> First of all, the use of like, I would have given you minus ten on everything, and the attitude you gave me, like I didn't know who she was, and then your lame explanation of who she was. I don't know. She's like, you know, like, and then she's like, influencer, like, like. Now she's qu- Cher's new boyfriend's ex-boyfriend. That's who she's like. I questioned myself because no one's ever really asked what is Amber Rose. Or who is Amber she Rose? She is an American model and television personality. All right. Uh-huh. Well, why don't we see a picture of her so uh, I know who she is? She dated Young Jeezy and Kanye West. Uh, and she had a two-year romantic relationship with Kanye West that led to this that led to star in his Louis Vuitton ads. Oh, I do. So she take is. that. She's yeah, that's gorgeous. her. And she also has her kids' names tattooed on her face now. Oh boy, which is really easy to you know pick them up at school because you know, yeah, she's got them on there. But anyways, so she- I walked by a tattoo parlor in Vegas like two hundred times because I was like, I'm going in. I'm gonna get Ava on my ankle. Oh, I'm gonna just get this tiny little Ava. And then I walked in and I was like, I thought it was all freehand. I had no idea how tattoos worked. No idea. I was like, I basically thought they were going to take a, a painful marker and do it. And then I saw it and I was like, no, no, I know my Ava. And then Ava said to me, if you ever get a tattoo, I will never forgive you. Really? Yeah. How old is your daughter? 14. She just turned 14. Oh, wow. She's six feet tall. She's quite intimidating. I listened to her. <laughs> Like, okay, that's I promise I won't. That's one of my favorite jokes you do, by the way, when you Good just friend. when you just bow and you're like, yes, yes please. Milady. <laughs> Milady, please. I am like, she's Queen Hormone. <laughs> Queen Hormone and I'm the pathetic servant troll. Oh. Milady, I bring you a frozen potion <laughs> made with the milk of an almond. <laughs> the milk the of an almond. The spice of a pumpkin. One third decaf, no foam. <laughs> Two pumps. Venti in a grande cup, which was difficult. <laughs> my lady, if it's so pleases you may enter the chamber. No, but you can take me to the mall. I shall prepare the carriage and the bags of gold, my lady. 
Anything to please my child. Anything. She's just... So good. She's so... She, uh, she didn't even mean to do this. She was not trying to be mean. She walked in yesterday and she goes, it smells like dog food in here. Mommy, did you make dinner? Uh, like, she didn't even mean to be mean. And you I just said, threw it in the trash. I go, no, you? honey, it actually is dog food this time. But thank you. <laughs> and then today I drove her to school and she's like, why does it smell like old, dirty water in the car? I go, well, you just spilt water in the car and it was old. And she's like, it smells like dirty water. I'm like, your sense of, you know, her biggest thing is, <laughs> this is the most accurate joke I've ever written about anyone, is that having a teenager and being a comedian, it is like... The heckler followed you home from the oh, club. Oh, yes. It really is. Yeah. And when she's always like, you smell like ranch. I'm like, how is it possible? Yeah. So if you don't know what it's like being a stand-up comic, have a child. Because they'll let you know. Oh, teenagers. They're brutal. Oh, yeah. They're the worst. But we have a, we have a couple more stories. Okay. Uh, so we're, we're happy for Cher. Good for her. Because I feel but like- But good it, for her. Cher is 76 and yeah, her boyfriend's 36? Yeah. Are you telling me that in our 70s we're going to be worried about- Boyfriends? Mm-hmm. Be a better role model. No. But here's the thing. If you're getting young new dick, we're probably going to get a new farewell tour. NYD. New young dick. NYD. Yeah. You know? But here's a girl. Speaking of, I don't know how old this girl is, but the youth of today. Yes. This girl says she's too pretty to work. Uh, she says, fuck getting up at 6 a.m. every day for 60 years. Uh, Seriously? Th- we have to work for 60 years? Yeah. Good this Lord. Wo- this her role model? This girl is a TikToker. Bum, bum, bum. Red flag. Yeah. She's ready to give up the rigors of gainful employment, saying she's just too pretty to bother with a job. Lucy Welcher, a social media influencer with more than 10 million TikTok likes, that's too much, made the bold declaration in a recent video that has fiercely divided the internet. I do not want to work for the rest of my life. Does it look like I want to get up at 6 a.m.? every fucking day for the next 60 years. No, I'm too pretty for that. Welch subsequently snapped before taking a sassy sip of her iced coffee. Viewers were quick to chime in with their own thoughts, with many slamming the self-confident content creator, labeling her lazy and entitled. I don't know if she realizes it, but she has a job and it's on TikTok and she has 10 million viewers and she's monetized that. So she has a job. She just doesn't have to get up at 6 a.m. Yeah. That's all. So someone said, try waking up at 4 a.m. every day. I'm too funny to be a comedian. Uh, we are That's all sort of too like funny that. to be We're here. We're too funny to be here. So the, everyone's coming after her saying she's entitled. You need oh to be gosh, more Oh my gosh, I'm looking humbled. at this picture. After I was on The Tonight Show, mm-hmm. I got a DM from Lindsay Lohan. Shut up! And what she, happened? She just said, I just want you to know you're incredible and I love you. And I was like, I don't know what to do because I don't know if it's her. I mean, it was from her verified account, but I don't know if it's her. That's her. How do you know? Because it's verified. It's Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan's not just DMing people. I don't know that. You don't know that. I do. No, you don't. I You're completely do. imagining what it's like to be Lindsay Lohan. I I happen to love Lindsay Lohan. I do it every week. I auditioned for Parent Trap like five times. God. And then Lisa Ann Walters got the part. Did you know that I had a prediction and it came true? Because Lindsay Lohan, much like yourself, has a Christmas movie Coming out. I know, and it looks adorable. Called Falling for Christmas. It's overboard in the slopes. Yes, I know. And I said she's going to release Jingle Bell Rock as a single. And guess what? This week, she officially announced that she's releasing Jingle Bell Rock, her version, which was on Mean Girls as a single for the movie. I know, Lindsay Lohan. Wow. Yeah. I'm so excited. my friend who I love so much? Who? Jonathan Bennett. Oh, yeah. I know Jonathan Bennett very well. I love Jonathan. He's a good guy. He's a great guy. Mm. So from, from Mean Girls, just from not, mean a, girls. not a complete, you know, yeah. Um, which we should probably try and get him on here too. I think he'd be really good for this. Um, but where did you grow up? Where Texas? Texas. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry. <laughs> where in Texas? San Antonio. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> where right. was, where's not okay? And, well, the San West. Antonio and Austin are okay. The okay. rest, I could imagine, would be quite hard. Well, you know what's actually really funny? I had shows in Texas this weekend. I was in Dallas and Houston. Oh, you were? And yeah, and I, I was like, are there any gay people? Crickets. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot it's Texas. And everyone got a big laugh out of that. Really? Mm -hmm. Which clubs were you at? I was at the theaters at the Granada Theater, and uh, where it was, Fun. I was somewhere in Houston. I can't remember the theater I was in Houston, but yeah. And um, when did you decide that you wanted to be a comedian? I didn't decide. It just happened. There was a recession. And I was like, why not? Everyone's always told me I should be, I should do stand up. And I was like, what have I got to lose? And I did it and I liked it. And then the first time I performed here, Mitzi Shore walked by and saw me and passed me as a paid regular. Wow. Yeah. How long ago was that? That was 2009. Holy moly. And what did you do before that? Uh, drugs. Okay. No, I didn't. Right. <laughs> no, I didn't. I did it. I was like waiting tables. I was still waiting tables till like a couple, like six, seven years ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like Kate from um, The Office. Mm -hmm. She kept her job at Kate Mandolini for years as a waitress. Yeah, yeah. I was. I worked at Fred Siegel, and I saw all these people that I was like, oh my God, I know exactly who all of you are, and some of them I've met, and some of them I've stayed friends with, and some of them I have a lot of juicy gossip on, you know? So it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's worked out. All right, what do we have next? Uh, we, we about our we, beloved Leslie Jordan? We can talk about Leslie Jordan. Do you want to talk about Leslie Jordan? Well, I just he was just the funniest human. He mm -hmm. he was and kind and hilarious and I ran into him um right near his apartment a couple of months ago and mm -hmm. I said, Leslie, my daughter doesn't believe that we're friends and that we work together and we and he left a video for Ava. Well, of course I know your mama. Mm -hmm. I remember when she was pregnant with you and <laughs> I was like eight months pregnant, but I had to do a show and I was like not telling anyone. And I had to do a show at the Grove. Do you want to hear a good story? Yes, of course. I love a good story. That's what this the is all Grove about. The Grove opened 20-something years ago. Yeah, it did. 20, 21 years ago. Mm -hmm. I had had my wisdom tooth removed and was on heavy, whatever they give you, drugs for pain. Yes, yes, yes. Percocet, maybe? Sure. Or whatever, Vicodin, something. I'm not a drug Oxycontin. person. Something <laughs> yeah, really crazy. mood and mind altering. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I didn't know that. So I took it. And it was right before I went to New York to do my talk show. And I drove into the Grove with my sister, one of my sisters from Canada. And we drove into the Grove. When I say that, I mean... Like into the fountain? No, we drove into the Grove, <laughs> uh -huh. like on the trolley road. <laughs> there was nothing There was nothing stopping it. And it was barely open. That's like the main street. The main street. <laughs> so I drive into the Grove. That's why they put those banners yes, that up is, for I you. am because of those... I, that, I'm the reason. So we drive all the way in. And at the time, I think where Apple is now, the Apple store, it's Barnes & Noble. Yes, it's and right the there. And father from my big fat Greek wedding, who I knew from room 222, okay? Oh. Michael Constantine, he was on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And I pulled up and I said, <laughs> in my stone, didn't know it was state, I go, oh my God, I love you. I have a talk show. You have to be on it. Will you be on it? Will you be on it? Like this, like a crazy person. And he literally jumped five feet away from me. And I turned to my sister and I go, he was not very friendly at all. Oh, wow. Then I drive all the way to the movies and I go, this is so weird that you can drive in, but there's nowhere to park. I'm going to pull over by the fountain. <laughs> so I parallel park by the fountain. Okay. And then I see what appear to be police behind me. How weird. Yeah. All these people chasing, like running down the street and putting their arms like this saying, stop, stop. And I turned to my sister and go, I think I've been recognized. 
That's how out of it I am. Um, then I realize they're police. Then I take off. Then I'm being chased through the farmer's market. <laughs> I have no idea why because I don't know that you're not allowed to drive into the Grove. Into the actual shopping then, center. Right. And then I moved back to L.A., I mean, to New York for like oh. in like mm, 10 years. And I came back and I was like, I know why all these barriers are up. Because, because of, of you. Me. You did that. Me. Yeah. And now I can say, like, if people are like, why are all these barriers up? I'm like, I have a story. Yes. Her name is Caroline Ray. And it's not because of the trolley. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Well, yeah. This I love that I love that you just thought you were so like royal and could have just just No, I just I've been recognized. Through. No, it didn't occur to me that well, you everyone were out. Yes, I didn't know everyone couldn't. And believe yeah. me, it wasn't worth recovering from the pain for that. Well, this And also, you're not supposed to drive apparently. You're not supposed to drive in LA. It's yeah. just not or on meds. On meds. <laughs> but people still do. I hate driving in LA. This is my oldest joke, uh, but it's really the truth. I go, I hate driving in LA because I can't merge. I have to leave my house in the lane that I want to end up in. Mhm. It's intense. Yeah, I'm a big smile and waver. These people they will never let you get in. No. No, they're just they just cut you off. Don't use a the signal. They're the rudest. But I want to tell you this story cuz this yeah. was what I thought was amazing. Do you watch The Crown? I, uh, I've seen parts of it. Uh, what time is it by the way? Oh yeah, it is too. Okay. We have like a couple more minutes. Is yeah. that cool? All right. So uh, The Crown is premiering the new season, new cast. I know. Because that's what they do. But this came out and I had to talk about it. This is uh, Princess Margaret, uh, the the queen's sister. Yes, she uh, they wrote out her schedule for the day, and I just <laughs> John. Who was that? I don't even know who it is. The sexiest man alive. The uh, 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 it's the next one. It's okay. the next story. So the uh, Princess Margaret just they released her schedule. So nine a.m. and tell me if this is not the best schedule in the entire world. Okay, nine a.m. She has breakfast in bed, followed by two hours in bed. Listening to the radio, reading the newspapers, which she invariably left scattered over the floor, and chain smoking. 11 a.m., she gets into a bath run for her by her lady's maid. Mm -hmm. Noon, an hour in the bath, is followed by hair and makeup at her dressing table. Then she puts on clean clothes, as one would imagine, of a princess. She never wore any of her clothes more than once without having them cleaned. 12.30 p.m., she appears downstairs, wait for it, for a vodka pick-me-up. Ugh! 1 p.m., she joins the Queen Mother for a four-course lunch served in an informal manner from silver dishes with a half a bottle of wine per person, plus fruit and half a dozen different variants of native and and continental cheeses. And at 1.30, drives into the Grove Fountain. That's Princess Margaret's schedule, much like yours, I think. (laughs) Who said that? Who This was like one of her like old historians were just like, well, this was Princess Margaret's schedule. Kind of epic. Wow. Could you now, imagine? I always say, you know, only 8% of serial killers are women. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we don't want to kill you. It's just we're too busy. Yeah, exactly. But with this schedule, she could have really offed somebody she, by like two. I'm sorry, 1230 in the afternoon for a vodka pick-me-up? I know. <laughs> What'd you do? I was in bed for two hours. It took an hour and bath. And then it took an hour bath. It's I'm exhausted. exhausted. <laughs> I need a pick-me-up. Oh, my God. And the chain smoking. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. She was a infamous chain smoker. I can't imagine a queen uh. or a princess smoking. <sighs> You know I know. What I used to love Could we... you imagine Elsa just be like, let it go, let it go. I'm one with the wind and sky. <laughs> and snow. Marlboro, Marlboro. <laughs> Hack long yeah. here. Anna, let's go. We used to have to be at Sabrina at 530 in the morning. Yeah, At Paramount. Lot. And we were next to one of the Star Trek 
series. Oh, really? And seeing a Klingon smoking first thing in the morning with a can of Coke was like, this is heaven. <laughs> this is so, then I'm, that's the time when I feel like I'm in show business. A Klingon. And one time I was walking at Paramount and there was a guy, he was in a complete creature outfit, uh-huh. like head to toe, this blue lagoon kind of creature. And, and I thought, and I said to my friend, I go, God, I feel sorry for that actor. That is such a difficult thing to do. And all of a sudden the little blue monster turns around and is like, Karen! Hi! And I'm like, oh God, he knows me. I don't even know. Who you just start crying. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. How I'm do like, you know me? I'm like, how do did we sleep together, the blue monster? All right, we'll end with this story okay. because this is fantastic. Okay. So we have People's Sexiest Man Alive. Oh, I has could been not revealed. agree more. Captain America himself, Chris Evans. Could not agree more. So uh his mom is happy. She's he's saying she's proud of everything I do, but this is something she can really brag about. So if this the article says, if you were uh, if you were to tell a middle school age Chris Evans that he would one day be named People's Sexiest Man Alive, he'd be pumped. The star tells the magazine in this week's cover story, this would probably be the road to the cool table, which I was not at. Okay, relax. <laughs> Present day Chris Evans is still adjusting to the new title and having to talk about it, but he knows this news will delight at least one person, his mother. She's proud of everything that he's ever done. Um, so yeah, he's in Atlanta, Georgia, where Chris Evans is sitting in front of the fireplace in a quaint farmhouse. What is this? Although he appears to have fully understood this particular assignment, dressed in a cozy knit sweater and jeans, the Boston native would probably rather jump into a uh, said fireplace than discuss being deemed sexy. That's what always bugs me. You have these hot guys and they're like, oh, don't call me sexy. He has the- You're sexy. His brother is hilarious. What's his, his brother's, brother's gay, name? yeah. I know. Scott. Oh my I think God. It's Scott, right? It is Scott. Okay. He is so funny. Yeah. I love him. I love Chris Evans. I agree. I fully agree. I think it's time, he however. He's sexy. He's not really sexy. He's just adorable. Yeah. He's a Sex- sweet guy. You know who I saw last night? Gerard Butler. Oh. Yeah. He was the sexiest man yeah. alive once. Do you want to do something crazy? I've sat next to him on an airplane twice. Really? Yes. Like randomly. I had a friend of mine have sex with him once. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. I, there was no mile high happening. We were just <laughs> telling jokes. But mm-hmm. um, no, I like him. You know what? I thought from this angle, he looks a little bit like Hugh Jackman and Patrick Dempsey had a baby. Get out of here. He totally does. He does, right? From, yeah. He's definitely got, because that doesn't really look like him. He's got no. such a sweet little face. It's a lot of bronzer on. He's got like a lot of like bronzer shimmer Photoshop. Not Madonna's Photoshop, but. No, it's the unshaven and mm-hmm. the hair doesn't look like him. Well, that's what they do. too much blonder. Are some of these pictures, are, are there some of. He's so uh, cute. Okay, so here's some of the pictures. Uh, yeah. Got revealing what? the Pisces Aries chest tattoo. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's the lawn chair. Like, oh, okay, you guys. Okay, um, hi. Could I borrow a seven-year-old shirt? It's way too small. Yeah, that is a tiny no, shirt. Oh, no, this one's still, actually, I can get the buttons done. I need a size, a five-year-old shirt. That's and then and then the other ones, he has a couple other ones. What where is your Bible? That, oh, it's People Magazine. That's it's what you're people, going it's by. It's People's Sexiest Man. So there's one where he's okay. doing the collar where he's like, uh-huh. which I'm like, okay. You know what my only complaint is? No shirtless pictures. Oh, you know what I love about him? Hmm. He dated a comedian. Who? Um, He dated a girl on SNL. He did? Yeah, he's funny. He goes for the funny. Who did he date on SNL? Michelle, uh, Who? No, that's not who it is. Let's find it. I, I literally, it sounds like you're saying Marcel's got shoes on. Oh, Mar- Marcel the Shell with oh, shoes on. Oh, okay. Who? Uh, oh. oh. Yeah. Jenny oh, Slate. Uh, yes, Jenny Slate. Yes. yes. Okay, yeah. I haven't seen this yet. My daughter and her father both said they like wept their eyes. I know. Look I want to see it. My I daughter's obsessed it. with Nathan Fielder. <gasps> Isabella Rossellini, Fielder. who's on my shirt. 
I know. There she is. Look uh, at them all. You know who else was there last night? Rose Byrne. Oh, I like Rose Byrne. She's so beautiful yes. and so funny. She I told her show, she's really crossing uh, the line. She has that show. She's crossing the line. It's like too yeah. much. No, it is. She has you shouldn't sh- be that funny and that beautiful. Pick one. She's in uh, that show Physical on uh, Apple Plus. What's that about? It's about like a, a fitness instructor who uh, ends up like uh, taking over. Uh, it, it, she, it, she has like an eating disorder. And she's also a, f- a fitness instructor in the 80s. And like she kind of like swindles her way into like fitness instructing, like, but also getting into trouble. I can't give it all away. But yeah, it's really yeah. good. But anyways, uh, yeah, do he, we agree? Do we agree with uh, Chris Evans? Yes, a hundred percent. Okay, because 100%. I mean, there's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a legacy. You've got... I love Jenny Slate, so yeah. I think she's fantastic too. So, but you know, yes, yeah. I don't know why they broke up, but I like that he likes. Them. I hope I hope she broke up with him. I don't want to think that she got her heart broken because you know what? It's enough to get your heart broken, and then you can find them on Instagram. But they're on every magazine, a yeah. People magazine, a sexiest man alive. That has got to hurt. But I mean, I feel like it's every actor's like turn. Don't they always get like a turn for what? being the sexiest man alive? No. You don't think so? Do you think Leslie Jordan was ever that? No. Well, he was funniest man alive. A much better title. Yes, that's way better. I, I way better. I couldn't be a sexiest man alive. I think that you just know be this too guy's much. not going to have a sandwich for the next year because he's going to think like, oh my god, I'm sexy. Someone's going to get a bad picture. He's going to have two chins. It's like, no, I'm the sexiest man alive. You can't take my picture. I swear to God, please, I don't identify as a sandwich. <laughs> uh, well, Caroline, thank you so much for being here. I mean, thank is there you, anything? Is there anything you want to promote or uh, what are your socials? All that stuff to get in touch with you to get your what merch. Are my socials, Caroline Ray, the number four, and real, because my friend June Ambrose opened Caroline Ray and then couldn't remember and couldn't get, she can't get it back for me. I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> so Caroline I have Ray, it, but I can't access it. For real. Yeah, I know. It's really good. That's what I am. I think that's what I am on TikTok, too. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a giant um, event center in Green Bay, Wisconsin on November 18th. Green happens to be there. Yes, Green Bay, show up. I've been back on the road. I feel like I work for FedEx and I'm the package. Yeah. No, so, would someone like to sign for my jokes? I have li- I'm literally crossing the country every weekend. Good. For like eight weeks in a row. Is there, do you have a website for tickets? CarolineRay.com. That one I actually got to keep. Boom. All right. Thank we you. We will see you next time on um, Just Saying with Justin Martindale. Take it easy, guys. to achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story.
until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.